Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm going to hit record if you're okay with that. That's fine. Okay, awesome. Okay, Representative. So my story today is just laying out both sides. You say that this bill, that the end game bill that you guys put into law and was signed by the governor, does not allow cities to issue uh, a mask mandate. Why don't you tell me why you believe that? Well, because it says that only counties in in uh, working with their local health department has the ability to do that. So, uh, I mean, not even the governor can do that. It's only the counties. Okay, but the response from the Salt Lake County attorneys, and this is according to a, a communications director from Mayor Mendenhall, that the city attorney says there's nothing in the law that says cities can't do this. And they're under the impression that because Salt Lake City is under an emergency order, it allows Mendenhall to make some um, executive orders or exe- take executive actions based on that. They're, that's incorrect. I mean, he works for the mayor, so they'll say what the mayor wants him to say. Okay, but are they right that they're, no, they're not? The bill says only the county. You don't have to. You don't. If, when you write legislation, you don't have to list an exclusion when you say that only a certain body has the ability to do that. That's what it means. And okay. so you can read it any way you want, make it sound however you want. But the, the fact of the matter is, is the bill says that only the county can do that. Okay, so you're saying because it says counties must do this with their county health departments and county legislatures, you're saying that means it's counties, not cities. Exactly. Okay. Now, is that, I mean, I hate to be devil's advocate here, but is that, is that a nitpicky thing? Is that like the comma goes here in the Constitution kind of thing? Or is it actually like that's how lawyers understand it as well? Yeah, I mean, it was written by attorneys, so... Um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're just pushing the envelope. Is that what, that, that's what you think? Just flat wrong about it, but they can say and do what they want to at this point until we determine what, uh, you know, what action's forthcoming. Yeah. And tell me what happens. What happens if, you know, Mendenhall says she has this power and she goes and does this. What, what recourse is there? Uh, That's what I've got to tell. I mean, obviously the state could sue. I don't know if we want to do that or not. I haven't talked to leadership. I haven't talked to, you know, anybody that makes that decision yet. So that that's something that could happen. But I mean, what will really happen is what are they going to do if somebody doesn't wear a mask? You know, what's she going to do? Nothing. So there's nothing she can do. You know, her 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 executive order, whatever you want to call it, is 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 toothless. There's nothing she can do. If they do write a citation to somebody, and they go to court, the court's going to throw it out because 
you just go back to House Bill 294, and it says specifically right there that only the county has the power to do that. So in your mind, there is no interpretation of the legislation? What do you mean? Well, I guess what you're saying is your intent was to say only counties can do this. And so just because the law doesn't specifically say that, I mean, because they're arguing the opposite side of that. The law doesn't say they can't do it. Are they wrong? They're wrong. Absolutely, they're wrong. You can argue anything you want, but it's in black and white. You know, read the bill. And, I mean, they're, they're, they're just... It doesn't surprise me. Salt Lake Salt Lake City has kind of been on their own thing the whole time, and you know, I, it's it, I expected them to do something like this. With the, the law is what the law is; they can interpret it however they want. I, I can tell you, if it were ever go to court, they're going to lose. You know, somebody gets a ticket and it goes to court; that ticket's probably going to get tossed out. So, they, I mean, they can say and they can stand and do it, but in the at the end of the day, it, it doesn't it doesn't have any standing. Okay. Um, I today and they're all telling me the same thing is no they can't so uh, you know is however they want to interpret it is their interpretation well that I mean and that I was under the impression as one who's covered this bill since it was going through the legislature that that was how it was written um, I guess the question for you would be why why did you want counties to have the power but not cities well, because, uh, first of all, you don't want a patchwork of laws. And, and as people go through, what does this city require? What does that city require? That's really hard to find. It's a lot easier to go county by county. So, you know, a county makes the determination, and you know where the county boundaries are. And you know what's expected in that county. You have 29 counties that you have to, to look at. Obviously, you live in the Wasatch Front. You're probably only two or three counties that you deal with. So it's easy to figure out what the what the law is and, and or what, you know, whatever the mandates are in, in those areas. So it just made a lot of sense to break it down. And all of our numbers that we pretty much get for the legislature on COVID comes in a county. They come from the county health department. So we have the breakdown on a county level also. So it's easier to track that way. Right, right. But again, I mean, I, I'm just trying to ask the right questions here, <laughs> not trying to take a side in any sort of way. I'm just, uh, from their perspective, they're arguing that they do have the right to do this. And um, I don't know, I guess it, it seems like a pretty bold step for her to exert this power if she really doesn't have the power. She doesn't have it. And I, you know, I, nothing that, that the mayor of Salt Lake City does surprises me. Um, you know, they're, they're angry about it. That's too bad. Get over it. But you don't have the power to um, break the law. I mean, if you read it, I mean, it says specifically um, a public health order issued by the Department of Health, the local health department, pertaining to statewide masks, goes away on April 10th, 2021. Notwithstanding, um, a public health order pertaining to wearing a mask issued by the Department of Health, the local health department, may remain in effect if, and then it kind of lays that out. And one of the final ones, a local health department with approval from a relevant county legislative body may issue a public health order requiring wearing a mask. That's it. I don't have to say that school districts can't do their own and, and cities can't do their own and planning commissions can't do their own. It says a local health department with the relative with a, with a relevant county legislative body may issue an order, period. So right there says that she has no power to do that. Okay. Um, now, 
Back to your point that it's easier to do this on a county level as opposed to, you know, having a different rule in every single city. Salt Lake City says that their data is different than what the rest of the counties are experiencing. And often we hear about local control and essentially what Mendenhall is saying is I want some control because our city is the data is showing that we're not seeing cases ease up and and people getting vaccinated as fast as other places. How would you respond to that? Go to the county council, ask them to do a mask mandate. That's where her authority lies. You can go lobby them as a mayor and have them do a mask mandate for the county. Okay, very good. Um, Representative, thank you so much for your time. What didn't I ask you that you think is important? Am I Well, actually, let me ask you about the metrics. Last time we talked, you talked to one of my coworkers last week, and you told him that we were close on two of the metrics, meaning ICUs and... Um, Cases. So we've actually, yeah, we've attained both of those now as far right. as the IC and the uh, case uh, case rates per day. And where do we stand on doses administered to the state? You know, that's a good question because they're not very, they don't put that those numbers out very very well. So I have to to beg and plead and and try to get those numbers. But we're we're probably sitting around about a million right now on what they would call prime doses. Yeah, the language of the bill says prime doses. How do you interpret prime doses? First doses? Well, when, I, when, I, when I negotiated the bill, how we interpreted prime doses, and that, that was a mistake we made. We didn't define what a prime dose was. It was any, any dose allocated to the state of Utah. So technically, I think we should be there. But I'm getting a lot of pushback from the Department of Health saying, no, 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 we count it differently. Um, you know, it's sad that, uh, you know, the spirit of the negotiations weren't carried forward. Learn my lesson. I'll make sure everything's in writing next time I deal with them or the governor's office. But, uh, you know, if we go with their numbers, I think we're probably about probably mid to late May when the rest of these restrictions can go away. What do they define prime doses as? They, they, they say a prime doses are only first doses. Okay. And you say it's any dose in the state. Yeah, it's any dose because we can use it as a booster or we can use it as a prime dose when we get the prime doses. Sure. Um, You're saying it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they played a little bit of games on that one, but uh, we'll get there. Um, So tell me what what is the process for, okay, we've met all these metrics. Technically, we've got, you know, say the doses, however you guys define it, come come into play, and we get to that 1.633 or whatever the number is, million. What happens? Who who tells us the quote-unquote pandemic is quote-unquote over? (laughs) Well, you know, that's the thing is the pandemic's not over. It's just the restrictions are done. And, you know, the legislature still has the power. If we start to spike up again, we can go back in and renew those restrictions. But, I mean, basically, it'll be the state health department. Uh, And like I say, the only thing we're waiting on at this point is getting the 1.6 million. And then they basically would say we've hit that. And then all all restrictions on that day would, would go away. Okay, so they would have to come out and publicly declare that we've hit these metrics? Yes, I'm watching those numbers, so I'll probably make the announcement before they do, to be honest with you. Okay. So that will be interesting to watch because, I mean, if they, if they, do you suspect they might not come out right away and say that? No, I, you know, I, I have full trust in, in Rich over there at the health department. Um, you know, I, I, I reach out every couple of days and try to get the numbers and it takes them a while to get back with me on the numbers. But uh, I, I don't think they're going to play any games or hide that when we hit that 1.633 on what they declare as a prime dose. I think they'll come out and say that. So 
you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't have any trust factors with that. And this is Rich Lakin you're working with? Uh, Rich, Rich Saunders, the director. Oh. He works with Rich Lakin. Got it, Rich but, Saunders. But uh, department. So when it's there, it'll be there and they'll tell us. Okay, all right. Okay, Representative, I think those are all my questions. What didn't I ask you, though? I think you got it all. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time um, and for uh, providing me some clarification. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.